Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Tyler Wolpert with the FRC. Today we have Dr. Gail Ferguson on the program. Dr. Ferguson is an assistant professor in the Department of Human Development and Family Studies at the University of Illinois. Her research focuses on the psychological impact of globalization on adolescent identity, family relations, and health. Dr. Ferguson's new research project, the Just Media Program, explores how Americanization is fueling unhealthy eating habits in Jamaica, where there is a trend toward a more unhealthy Western diet. Thanks for being here today, Gail. Thanks so much. It's my pleasure. So just to provide a bit of context at the start, can you describe um, what the concept of Americanization is and why it may be a contributor to unhealthy eating habits? Absolutely. So as a psychologist, I am interested in how people around the world internalize American culture. We know that globalization has taken many cultures far and wide, and the U.S. just has a lot of cultural exports like media. So I'm interested in how U.S. culture sinks down into the behaviors, the values, the identities of youth and families around the world. You know, oftentimes scholars who are interested in culture sharing study what we call acculturation, So I think of this Americanization as just a modern form of acculturation. I call it remote acculturation. So in 2014, my collaborators and I in Jamaica did a pilot study because we were hypothesizing that this form of Americanization would be related to lifestyle habits, including eating habits. And that's exactly what we found. We found that youth and mothers who felt more American and enjoyed more American TV actually watched more American cable every day, and that in turn was related to eating more unhealthy food. With that in mind, can you give us an overview of what the Just Media program is and, you know, maybe what are some of its goals? The Just Media program um, we're very excited about. So I'll tell you first of all what it means. The J refers to Jamaica. U.S. is U.S. And um, At the end of media, there's this question mark. And so we're asking the question, is it just media? Is it just entertainment? Or are there lifestyle messages, health messages built into the media we watch? So we, of course, are saying that there are. So the purpose of this intervention is to teach youth and families in Jamaica how to be more critical consumers of the U.S. cable that's streaming into the island. Um, We are going to be adapting an intervention of Dr. Michelle Nelson, my collaborator from the Department of Advertising. Um, She has a validated intervention. We're going to adapt it to the Jamaican context and make it shorter, make it a workshop, and then offer it um, to families from high schools. And we're going to do an efficacy study to evaluate whether we are able to decrease unhealthy eating, and improve media literacy skills so that basically families in Jamaica won't be the targets of U.S. advertising there. One of my motivations for doing this work, Tyler, is that I think if U.S. media is contributing to some of these eating problems in the world, then it can help solve them, and perhaps it should. And there is some good science coming out of the U.S. about interventions to combat the effect of U.S. media on U.S. children and U.S. families. And so what we're doing is we're taking this same science and we are exporting it to the other countries where the U.S. media is having similar effects. And so we get to benefit from U.S. science. Um, And I think that that is exciting to me, maybe from a social justice perspective. Um, And we're hoping that we can use this science to help to deal with these sorts of problems. 
You know, I'm glad you mentioned Dr. Michelle Nelson, who is an associate professor in advertising here at Illinois. Um, and also on your research team, you work with uh, Dr. Julie Meeks, a professor from the University of the West Indies. Um, for a project like this, why is it so important to include, um, you know, perspectives from maybe multiple disciplines? You know, I think complex problems in the world, like um, health problems, obesity being one of them, but other non-communicable diseases like diabetes, um, these complex problems require more complex solutions. And I think interdisciplinary work allows us to have multiple lenses on the same problem and take the best solutions from different fields together. So for example, we're talking about unhealthy eating and what our work has shown is that there is a globalization component that when youth internalize this American identity through remote acculturation, it's bad for their eating. So we've got to include that sociocultural element into an intervention. We've got to combine it with nutrition. And then we have to address the media. I mean, an intervention that's lacking any of those components might not be doing the best that it could for these youth and families. In the 21st century, we all know that media is one of the ways that uh, foreign cultures come into local communities. It helps you to see the lifestyles of other people um, and to learn a little bit about the values of people in other places. It also allows you to see and be targeted by a lot of their advertisements. Um, in the US, food-focused advertising um, is a big deal. Advertisements target youth. Um, there are reports showing that um, they even target black and Hispanic youth in particular for a lot of unhealthy food. And so if we think about exporting that to other regions of the world, um, which are populated by um, black and Hispanic populations, then there might be another target that advertisers are now reaching. So when youth see these things, they may not realize that these messages are crafted to be so attractive for them there's their persuasion tactics being used. They're getting at the right audience. Um, the messages might not be very accurate. So unless they're really thinking critically about it, they may just be duped. And so we want to give them the skills so that they're not so easily duped by these messages, but that they can actually make good choices for their own health. Would it be accurate then to say that part of the Just Media program's work is to teach youth to um, critically evaluate media or advertisements that they're viewing? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's our aim. So I know you just got back from a trip to Jamaica um, trying to, you know, get this project set up in its early stages and that type of thing. And uh, I was wondering, could you maybe give us a little bit more information about your trip and maybe what, what kind of things did you do while you were down there? So the Just Media Program project has been funded both by the Christopher Family Foundation and by the Fogarty Institute of the National Institutes of Health. Um, and so half of our team is in Jamaica, half is here at the University of Illinois. So it requires that I meet with both teams. We do this virtually um, a lot. 
but the face-to-face -face is really important. Um, so I went to Jamaica to meet with the team. It's always wonderful. We had a new project manager that we were initiating into the team, my co-principal investigator, Professor Meeks. So we really just needed to sit down, have a face-to-face -face series of meetings and hash out certain details for the project. We also met with our partner schools. We have some wonderful high schools in Jamaica that I've been working with for years. Um, reminding them of the project, getting buy-in. They were very enthusiastic about being pilot schools for this program. Um, and then we were able to have some meetings with research assistants, figure out the venue. So basically the nuts and bolts. How is it going to work when we have to do the study in Jamaica to evaluate the Just Media program? I felt it was really successful. We were able to bond as a team put all these plans um, into place and hopefully be ready for the launch in the new year. You mentioned, um, you know, launching in the new year and it just makes me curious, do you have kind of, kind of like a rough outline of, of what the timeline for the um, project looks like so far? As soon as we have um, our ethics approval from uh, both institutions, both here and in Jamaica, we are going to launch into data collection. We expect it will be early in the, in the new year, the first few months, and the study will run for about three months. And at the end of the study, we will wrap up and just do a general presentation to the schools so they can learn more about this program. Um, and after that, we will be pulling together stakeholders from around Kingston who are also working on uh, efforts regarding healthy eating of youth and families. And what we want to do is talk to them about the Just Media program and the media literacy lens that we're taking and see how we can all partner together to work towards that same goal of healthy eating for uh, Jamaican families. The fact that half of your research team is here at the University of Illinois and the other half is in Jamaica, along with, you know, all of your study participants are in Jamaica. Um, I'm sure that this leads to some unique challenges for the project. So what are these um, maybe unique challenges that you face? And um, have you had to develop uh, some, you know, strategies to overcome them? Boy, that's a good question. I think about this every day when I wake up and when I go to sleep. Um, so I'm Jamaican myself, and I have done research in Jamaica for over 15 years, since I was an undergraduate student. And so it's very dear to my heart to be involved in research in Jamaica and to be helping to steer it. I've been collaborating with Professor Meeks for a number of years now, and we found a model that really works well. Um, it's an equal partnership model where we're each bringing our relevant expertise to the table. Um, we found that as principal investigator, I am heading the project and I am a bicultural person in that I have a foot in each world. I am Jamaican and I do my research there, uh, but I live in the United States right now. But that makes me a cultural insider to the Jamaican context, but I live and work in the U.S. context, so I'm able to broker the communication and the relationships between the Jamaican team and our U.S. team. So I do a lot of explaining. Um, but then we also have the Jamaicans living in Jamaica, um, and then we have the U.S. team living in the U.S. So I think having personnel on the project on each side and then me in the middle 
allows us to really get the best of both worlds. So um, I'm used to some of these challenges, but this project being split down the middle across the two countries has really brought up some new ones. So a lot of our meetings, most of them are through teleconferencing, whether that be Skype or some other method. We have to have many backups. So Skype doesn't work today, we go to WhatsApp calling. If WhatsApp calling isn't working, we start texting. So it can be really comical trying to have a one hour meeting with our team across the countries. Um, last week, we had our weekly PI, co-PI meeting, myself and Professor Meeks in Jamaica. Skype didn't work, so we moved to WhatsApp calling. That kept dropping. We had 10 dro dropped calls in that one meeting. So that's one set of challenges. Um, other things have to do with doing work in uh, developing contexts. So sometimes um, systems are less tight. Sometimes timelines are more loose. And so ethical approval, for example, purchasing, for example, um, just coordinating the timelines that we need because this is a two-year grant, which is actually a fairly short time period to accomplish the work we're wanting to accomplish. So different timelines across the countries can make it a challenge. But I want to also mention the benefits. I think the benefits of this international collaboration far outweigh those challenges. So the, the interest and um, the energy of working with people from different cultures, it's just energizing. We all feel energized and ready to keep going despite these challenges. Um, just the fun of meetings, having different perspectives, hearing different accents, different references, explaining what things mean to each other. And then having these different expertise, uh, areas of expertise. So Professor Meeks and her team, our project manager also, has this expertise in Caribbean nutrition. Even though the FRC has expertise in nutrition and family nutrition in general, they don't have expertise in Caribbean nutrition. So we really need this integration to be able to do this work well. And so I think to every meeting, each of us comes and learns something new from the partners in the other country. And that's going to make this project a lot more successful than it would otherwise have been. So ultimately, um, what's the goal of the Just Media program? Are you seeking to develop a program that um, spreads awareness um, of this issue um, just in Jamaica, or is it something that maybe can be uh, adopted um, throughout the region? Absolutely. We are hoping that Jamaica will be a case study, the first of many countries, where we can have a chance to pilot a school and community-based approach to um, media literacy interventions that help to support healthy eating. Um, so we're hoping this will be self-sustaining by basing it in a school context. For example, this is why the second half of our NIH grant is to form this partnership of stakeholders in the Kingston area who are working on this issue, is that we want this to be sustainable. We want to have partners who are going to continue this work. We're not interested in drive-by research. We're interested in investing in the country, um, and we're really putting efforts into setting up a structure that will be able to do that well. I've been committed to Jamaica and research in Jamaica for many years, so um, I'm not going anywhere and um, look forward to continuing this there. But if our model works in Jamaica, 
then yes, we will look towards expanding into the region where it could be helpful, adapting it for the local context, and then possibly other developing regions in the world. What we know about globalized media is that uh, the U.S. media has huge impact in many places, simply because it's a product that is exported broadly. And so if it's having certain impacts in the Caribbean, it probably is having similar impacts elsewhere. Other literature suggests that. So those are our ideas. We're dreaming big. Um, and as long as it's useful to families, then we're going to pursue that. So before we wrap this up, Gail, are there any other thoughts that you'd like to get across about the work that the Just Media program is doing? You know, we were just talking earlier, Tyler, about how um, unhealthy eating, obesity, diabetes, these are all complex problems. And so I want to emphasize that we see the Just Media program building on remote acculturation and globalized media. We see that as one of many solutions. We don't see this as being a magic bullet that is going to um, do the trick, whereas nutrition educators have been slaving away, you know, physicians have been slaving away, and we're just going to come in and fix the problem. We see that globalization is now contributing to this problem in a way that it hasn't before, and that's because of media and how accessible it is. And so we think that this intervention can address that part of the problem, and we want to add that to the efforts of other experts and other concerned citizens. And we think that all these efforts together might be able to be addressing this problem more successfully. Is there some place where people can go to find more information about the Just Media program? Absolutely. We would love to hear from you. Please just um, Google Just Media, J-U-S-M-E-D-I-A. You'll find our project webpage. And I'll also put the uh, project page's URL into our podcast notes um, along with your, you know, your contact information like your email address. And um, I, I just want to thank you uh, so much for your time today, Gail. Um, it's really interesting to hear about your work with the Just Media program, and we're excited to see where it goes. Thank you so much, Tyler. It was great talking with you about the Just Media program. I'd just like to thank the team members in Jamaica, from the project manager to the research assistants, and the team here at the Family Resiliency Center, as well as Dr. Nelson over in advertising. Um, let's continue to do great work together.